Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Packers Unscripted. From Packers.com, I am Mike Spofford. On the other screen is Weston Hodkowitz. We're coming to you from different locations here at Lambeau Field, and it is Thursday, which is also schedule release day in the NFL. And while things are being prepped and discussed and talked about in anticipation of the evening NFL Network show on the schedule, we are going to uh, put off talking about the schedule until our next show. Because actually, Wes, there was an interesting off-season day at Lambeau Field on Wednesday, the kind of day that doesn't happen all the time. And what I'm talking about, of course, is the first news conference for a new QB1 here in Green Bay. Jordan Love addressed the media in the Lambeau Field Auditorium, along with teammates Kenny Clark and Aaron Jones. And uh, just wanted to ask you for your impressions, your thoughts on uh, Jordan Love at the podium. Not that we haven't seen him there before because he started a game, you know, he's gotten some playing time and preseason games and all that. We've certainly, you know, had many media sessions with him, but this was the first time, uh, you know, with the official QB1 title. So it's funny this week, I've been going back over some of the things I've written about Jordan Love uh, over the last three years. And I was going through a profile that I did on him after the draft in 2020. And actually, as I found out while doing that, uh, Panini ripped off one of my quotes from that and put it on their trading card. So I really appreciate that without attribution, I may add, not, not bitter or anything. Uh, <laughs> but, but that quote that they took was from David Yost, uh, the former offensive coordinator at Utah State. And the quote he gave me back for that story is one that really resonated with me while he was at the podium on Wednesday. And it, it went like this, Mike. The kid is always going to be even keeled. If you think any better, you know, listening to him, you would think his heart rate is like at about 30. (laughs) Good, bad, or indifferent. Jordan Love is such, I mean, when you talk about the construct of a quarterback, NFL, college, high school, whatever level you want to talk about, there is a certain amount of confidence, a certain amount of, of quiet calmness around them that I think you need to excel at this level. And Jordan Love has that. Mike, you asked me my perceptions, my thoughts, my my you know takeaways from Jordan Love's presser. For 17 minutes, I thought he showed that he can be the face of this franchise. I thought he showed he can be the one standing up in front of the room and handling all types of questions. Jordan Love was asked six different ways from Sunday about handling pressure. 
And I felt like his comments were very salient in that there's always pressure. It doesn't matter if it's Aaron Rodgers you're succeeding. It doesn't matter if you're a first-round pick. It doesn't matter if you're Brock Purdy. He didn't say that. I'm saying that. The quarterback is always going to have that on his shoulders. Jordan Love is ready for that, Mike. And it was funny, near the end of the presser, Mike Clemens, one of the radio guys, says to him, you know, people ask me about you and they don't really know you yet. And, you know, basically just, just what's he like? And I think to a certain extent, we do know what Jordan Love is like. He is a guy that is going to come in and he's going to do his job with a personality that I think resonates with that locker room. I'll give you something to talk about here. I won't steal everything, but the comment that Aaron Jones gave us about how, you know, for three years, you haven't heard a peep out of this guy. Right. I, I think speaks to the character of both the, the man and also the type of teammate that, that Jordan Love has been in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah, I think what struck me the most, quite frankly, is that in some ways, and I'm not saying this as a knock on Jordan Love, but I wasn't I wasn't struck by anything really in the press conference. And I think I think that's because, you know, we did see the same guy that we've seen when he's talked to the media at his locker during training camp or after a preseason game or when he has been at the podium after some of his regular season action. Jordan Love, as you said, he's he's an even keeled guy, and that's that's who he is on and off the field. That really is uh, the guy that the Packers now have commanding the offense. And he didn't walk out there as, you know, for his for his first session with the media as QB one and and feel like, okay, I have to win the press conference. I have to I have to answer all these questions so that, you know, so that all the stories have, you know, this certain angle or, you know, he he didn't take that approach. He's he's just like, all right, you know, ask ask what you want to ask. I'm going to give I'm going to give my honest answers and and uh, and I'm going to move on with uh, with my day, because at the end of the day, he knows that it's not about what he says in front of the media. Yeah. It's it's the it's the preparation he puts in. It's the way he acts around his teammates in the locker room. It's about going out on Sundays um, and winning football games when September rolls around. And and that's that's really all he's all he's focused on. And and uh, and yes, there is going to be that that face of the franchise label now that uh, that he's the starting quarterback um but uh, my my favorite line of of the whole thing is uh you know to follow up on what you said when he was asked all these different ways about pressure because you know he's following a four-time MVP you know he he's only under contract for two more years you know with that extension so he has to he has to prove himself and you know the to for perhaps another contract and the pressure that comes with that and he just said, you know, pressure. He's like, that's what I signed up for. That's what you sign up for when you decide to be a quarterback in in the game of football and make your way all the way to the NFL and to to play the position. It it comes with the territory. It's part of the deal. And he totally understands that. He is not going to be, he's not going to be overwhelmed, um, you know, by that aspect of it because uh, because quite frankly, I don't I don't think he he thinks about it. He thinks about that the those outside forces all that much. He's really he's he's focused on himself and he's focused on his teammates. This kid ultimately, and I should say young man, he's not a kid, he's 24 years old, but you know, he's going to be judged by by what he does on the field. And, and I think Jordan understands that he appreciates that. He was talking about how he needs to protect the ball better, the, the things that he needs to do as a leader, what he's basically expecting himself of himself in this 2023 season. But 
one of the big comments I've made to you during this whole journey is for all the outside consternation over Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers and what was going to happen. Is he going to leave after 20? Is he going to leave after 21? Are they going to do an extension with him? Jordan Love never made that situation more difficult than it had to be. No one ever thought about, well, what does that mean for Jordan Love? Love even said, and I think it was to your question, you know, if, after Aaron signed the extension, that was probably the moment where it was probably the hardest for him because now it's like, okay, well, I've put three years in here. What, what does this mean if Aaron Rodgers is going to be here for another right. three years? I'm right. clearly not going to be the guy then. But again, that's not anything he raised really in the media. He's not gone around and, and made it about him. He was a humble servant to what the Green Bay Packers needed him to be during that time. And when his time did come in Philadelphia last November, it was nine passes, uh, six completions. Aaron Jones joked about it. Probably should have been seven. <laughs> uh, but the kid was just always the same guy. I know you always go to the podium after games and I go to the locker room and Jordan sat it, stood at his locker in the away locker room. Now, again, a guy that typically just gets dressed and leaves and gets on the bus, grabs his food. He's all good to go. Well, for that day, he had to sit at his locker for probably 20 minutes and answer questions from waves of media and same guy. So to, to bring it back full circle, when David Yost gave me that quote, you know, you hear a lot of stuff. You and I will do these profiles on kids, you know, after, you know, they get drafted to Green Bay and you'll hear all sorts of things. Some of them spot on some things, you know, maybe a little bit of, you know, building up and, and don't want to say exaggeration, but, you know, different, different information. David Yost comments about the, that 30 pulse heartbeat, good, bad or indifferent with Jordan Love. That's what you see, and that's what you're going to get. Hey, guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrified horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go play places. Yeah. So I need to clarify something here. So you're saying that a quote that only appeared in your story on Packers.com on Jordan Love showed up on a Jordan a trading Love card. trading card. Yep. Like it's actually that, happened. It's happened three times now, believe it or not. Wow. I thought and, it was cute the first time, but then the next few, it was like, oh, wow. So Panini's just ripping these things off. Okay. That's cool. 
Well, I guess uh, they, I guess they scour team websites looking for, uh, looking, I guess. for looking for, looking for things that they think are supposedly free. I, I like, suppose, like at, at the very least, credit you or something or credit packers.com. Give us something, Panini. I mean, just, just <laughs> ripping it and put it on the back. Cause like, again, if it would be a quote that I got from a group interview and they took whatever, but it's like, all that was original content guys. Like, yeah. You're kind of walking that's out what, of the grocery store with the with the produce, but yeah, okay. that's that's what I wanted to clarify. I mean, you know, if it's a comment that was you know said in a large press conference setting and you know has appeared in lots of different you know media articles, media outlets, whatever the case might be, like that that feels a little different. But when it's it something was, that's something that's exclusive, um, you know, to uh, to one particular article. Um, that just that that seems that seems strange to me. Do you know where it was solicited, Mike? Where it was recorded? In my bonus room at my house when we were in a pandemic. Right. Yeah, during yeah, <laughs> that's right. The uh, the post the post twenty twenty draft uh, pandemic when we were all yeah we were all doing our work from home. So, <laughs> um, well the uh, uh another uh, the other two players we heard from at the podium on Wednesday, um, as it relates to the Packers offseason program where they are right now, Aaron Jones. And Kenny Clark, obviously, Aaron Jones spoke of, you know, his support for Jordan Love and, and you know, really speaking for the entire locker room and, and Kenny as well, that uh, uh, that this is a locker room that that's behind this guy. Uh, you know, they're, they're going to lay it out on the line for him. And, and what what struck me there is that uh, they both spoke of just the the respect that they have for Love in terms of the way he went about all this, like what you were talking about before, how, you know, he he never you know, he never said anything, even when there was so much uncertainty with, with Aaron Rodgers signing a contract extension and, and Jordan love doesn't know what that means for, for his future. He didn't cause, he didn't cause a stir. He didn't cause a problem. And that, that alone earned a certain level of respect in the locker room because Jordan love proved that he's a team player. He's, he's here in green Bay to help the Packers win games in whatever way the Packers want him to help win games. And, uh, and I think that's going to go a long way in this transition, obviously, you know, as the Packers are, are, you know, making this youth movement, so to speak, with a lot of veteran players who've been around for a while, not, uh, not coming back, although the door isn't closed on all of them, but the locker room is definitely skewing younger. And, and the, there's a lot of guys in the locker room that, um, that didn't play a whole heck of a lot of years with with Aaron Rodgers. So it, it's not as though the transition is going to be something traumatic or overly dramatic for those yeah. players. But for veteran guys like Kenny Clark and Aaron Jones, who have been around for a while, um, they've made it very clear that uh, that they've got their quarterbacks back. You know, Mike, the, the thing that I loved about listening to Aaron Jones and, and Kenny Clark in that whole situation was, in a way, the situ- they are different, but my goodness, Mike, when you think of the path that Jones and Clark both came on, there are parallels to the situation that Love finds himself in. Kenny, it made sense, right? He plays a position where there's usually two or three of the guys on the field at the same time with him from his group, but he had to wait most of his rookie year to finally get some of his bigger opportunities and then really came on late, then took off towards the right. second half of his second season. Right. Aaron Jones every single week in 2018 and at the end of the 2017 season was basically being asked, do you want more touches? Do you need more touches? And he just kept smiling and saying, I will do whatever the team asks of me. You can tell both of those guys appreciated the the tact and the, the approach that Jordan love took. 
in this situation. And again, when you're talking about this next, this next step of this organization, this next step of this franchise, these are three of the players that I think you want. We, we talk so much about, oh, who do you want coming off the bus, right? Who's the most intimidating? These are the three guys I think you want representing your franchise. And to, to add on one more thing with Jordan Love, for people that want to make this Love or Rogers, Rogers and Love, the fact that Love talked about how he spoke with Rogers afterwards and Rogers telling him, if you ever need anything, if you ever have a question, you still got my number, still give me a call, let's talk about it. I think Aaron Rodgers too also appreciated the the approach that Love took to this thing that with his development process and now finally getting this opportunity in the very much same way at least on the field as Aaron Rodgers did in 2008. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's uh, I think that's very well said. I'll take care of some sponsor business here Wes. Sirius XM NFL Radio delivers hard-hitting analysis and up-to-the-minute NFL news that true football fanatics need 24/7. 365 and at cousin subs we have something for everyone like our wisconsin cheese curds mac and cheese golden fries and creamy shakes all paired with your favorite sub or sub in a bowl cousin subs 50 years of better all right one other subject i want to touch on here west before we go today and that is uh as it relates to kenny clark speaking to the media yesterday and i want to dial it back a little bit to when we heard from Brian Gutekunst a couple of weeks ago during the NFL draft, and particularly when another first round pick was invested in the defense in the selection of Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. The Packers are going to have a total of eight first round draft picks on the field as far as the uh um the the starting, or you know, if you consider the you know 12th and 13th guys, you know, with sub packages, essentially your starting defensive unit, eight first round draft picks. And Brian Gutekunst made no bones about the fact that the expectations for this unit are going to be very high. And even setting aside the fact that that is a unit that the Packers are going to be really counting on as they make this transition to Jordan Love at quarterback and, and the franchise takes, you know, takes this new road. And, you know, you, you go back to last year and we had talked about it where the expectations were very high for the defense and the offense was making this a, a big transition, not as big as this year, but still a significant transition without Devonte Adams at wide receiver. That was going to be a big shift for the passing game. And, there was a lot placed on the defense to, you know, sort of hold up its end, at least in the early going while the offense could settle into this new reality and get things going. And, and um, um, you know, really starting with the, starting with the London game, you know, the Packers were out to a three and one start, everything looked like it was all right, but then starting with the London game, you know, things started to go South for the defense and, and it really didn't get back to, playing the way uh, everybody had hoped and planned until the stretch run when the Packers were, were trying to, to steal a playoff spot there at the end. Kenny Clark, you know, is absolutely clear on, on what the expectations for this defense are and, and hearing from him, it sounds like the defense is not going to run and hide no. from those expectations, even as, even as for a unit that, that didn't live up to it last year. And he knows they didn't live up to yeah. it last year but they aren't going to run and hide from those expectations again. Um, the the sense I got is it's it's like, yeah, the expectation should be high. Bring it on. We need to come through for this football team. Yeah, and that, man, I mean, Mrs. Clark, she raised that kid so well because <laughs> – 
it's not just about the football team. You go back at the end of last season, I think it was Jason Wilde who did a feature, uh, did a story on Kenny talking about his own year, how he expected more out of himself. Um, you know, it, it's never good enough and he's never going to come up with excuses to talk about not meeting expectations. He knows what the expectations are being one of those eight first round picks right now on this roster, including Lucas Van Ness. The weird thing about the 2022 season defensively for Green Bay was I think they were at their best in terms of the the talent on the field early, but it was almost like after the Rashawn Gary injury and also Eric Stokes, they had to reconfigure things. And I felt like they were the better team, the better unit later in the season. They're going to get Gary back. They need Rashawn Gary back. No questions about that. But I think it's about understanding where guys fit in this scheme and also where they're going to get the most productivity from the, the corresponding pieces. You can have the 11 best players at their position together on the field, but if it doesn't act cohesively, if it doesn't meet with the scheme, if it doesn't, if all the parts do not attach, it's going to be a, a tough go still. And I felt like in the second half, they did a better job playing together as a unit. The other thing that Green Bay tapped into the second part of the season that I think was important was after Stokes's injury. Rasul Douglas, to my eye, is his position's perimeter corner. He, I give him credit for trying slot. I know there's right. a lot of hubbub in the offseason about, hey, could he go to safety? Let Rasul Douglas be a perimeter corner. When he's a perimeter corner, the guy has, what, Mike, eight interceptions in, like, what, 17 games as a Packer at this point when he's playing outside? I mean, right. he is a, a good complement to what they're doing with Jair Alexander, especially with not knowing what's going to happen with Eric Stokes. I think you need dog mentality players like Keyshawn Nixon in this scheme. You know, you hope that both Quay Walker gets another year better and, and Devondre Hant Campbell being a little healthier this year is going to help, but everybody gets it. Joe Barry, we haven't talked to him yet this off season, but he gets it. The defense is the area of this team that is fortified right now. It is the area of the team that doesn't have to make, uh, you know, big strides with a young unit. They have experience coming back and they need to play to that experience level. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places yeah and i think what was so mysterious not that we need to rehash everything with last year but what was so mysterious about what was going on with the defense last year is that we constantly regularly saw spurts of really really good defensive play and what what was expected of the team was visible at certain times 
but it was it was never for a full game. It was yeah. never for a couple of games. I mean, I think back to you know the the game against the Jets, the one that was right after the really tough loss in London. The Jets had like eight consecutive possessions and they scored three points. Now the offense wasn't holding up its end in that game, but the defense was doing you know was doing what you thought you would do with a young quarterback like Zach Wilson coming into Lambeau Field. But then as the game wore on, you know suddenly th- things start to change and the defense goes the other way. The game at Washington. You know, the Devondre Campbell gets a pick six, you know, at halftime, you know, everything's looking pretty good. And then suddenly, you know, when uh, when the Packers really need some some stops in the second half to uh, to be able to win that game, then then, uh, you know, the snowball was going the wrong way down the hill. And, you know, consistency is the hardest thing to uh, to achieve in this league. We know that. Right. It's it's not even it's not even realistic to ask for consistency. But it's but for this defense, I think when you compare to last year, it's about trying to smooth out the ups and downs. You're going to have some ups and downs, but you know the valleys can't be quite so deep, and and yeah. the peak the peaks can't be quite so far above what is you know sort of like the normal standard of play. There needs to be there needs to be a leveling out of uh, of of how things go, so that so that the coaches, the players themselves, the other side of the ball, the offense can know you know, what they can count on from, uh, from the defense. And I think that's the biggest task that, uh, that Joe Barry, his coaching staff and, and all of these veteran players and first round picks have on defense is to, uh, is, is to play a, a smoother, more reliable brand of football, not something that swings wildly from like, Oh, that looks yep. like the greatest defense, you know, ever to, uh, Oh my gosh, it looks like they can't stop anybody. And, and this game is completely going the wrong direction. So something, you know, s- some sort of a middle ground there, because if you can find that middle ground, you know the talent is there yeah. to to play well enough to win games, and that and that's where the that's this Packers defense needs to get to. Yeah, Mike, you make so many good points in that, but I, I think your your best one there is with the consistency piece. Because what is consistency in this game? The offense is are going to win at times, and if the offenses don't beat you, occasionally the referees will. There are things that are going to go against right. you in these games, right? Yep, no question. But, but the important piece is, I think this is where ultimately and probably why it made sense where Green Bay fell last year and a lot of the rankings was when they were stopping teams, man, they were stopping teams. And then when teams got on runs like Heineke did in the second half against Washington, they were really having a difficult time getting them off the field. That's going to be the thing. Hey, team goes down, has a 12 play drive, 80 yards, 75 yards, gets a touchdown. Cool. Whatever it happens. But the next series you're looking for three and outs. You're looking to stop them at midfield. You're looking to get the ball back bouncing in your direction. That's where I think the Packers defense needs to get to this season. Yeah. Well, it's something that we'll be talking about certainly all through training camp and through the early portion of the season as, as the, uh, the offense makes uh, the the biggest transition uh, it's had to make in, uh, in 15 years here with, uh, with moving on to a new starting quarterback. So with that, we'll call it a wrap on this edition of Packers Unscripted. On our next show, we will talk everything about the 2023 schedule. We'll break it down from all sorts of angles for you. But until then, for Wes, I am Mike. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. And we will see you next time. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.